You are listening to HHS bonus content from the Hillbilly Horror Stories Network. This bonus content is released during the week for your listening pleasure while awaiting the release of Sunday's actual Hillbilly Horror Stories episode. All bonus content will be listed as HHS Presents or HHS Midweek while the actual Hillbilly Horror Stories episodes will have only an episode number and the title listed, for example, 187, The Kentucky Vampires. Those episodes are a longer deep dive into a particular subject. If you are new to the show and the bonuses aren't your style, get the full-length episode to try. Enjoy. Hillbilly Youngins is intended for a younger listening audience. Hey, I'm Kristen, and Jerry and Tracy are my parents. Hi, I'm Dakota, and Jerry and Tracy are my grandparents. And And we we are... The Hillbilly Youngins. Hey guys, it's Kristen. And Dakota. And this is episode 22 of Hillbilly Youngins. (laughs) You sound so upset. We've been just kind of like... I'm so tired. Yeah. I woke up at 8 o'clock today and I couldn't not go back to sleep and... I went in mom's room to get the computer because I guess she'd taken it off the couch or something. And I accidentally hit the wall with my elbow and had to run into my room real quick. And she was like, hello? <laughs> so I was like, it's me, mom. <laughs> it scared me because she usually sleeps till like 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Not for real. No, Maybe like does. 11 or 10. Mm, like 12, 31. And she was up like so early. I'm always up early. I'm a day shifter. I get up at four o'clock every morning. Yeah, I had so, to for school. The bus came at like seven something, and I woke up at like five forty-five. But another reason why we're tired. Tell them, Coda. Tell them what exciting thing happened to us. Well, mom has been saving up so hard, and she's been working really, really hard. We finally got a house of our own. It's like the most beautiful house, and it's like built just for three people. There's three different bedrooms, so like there's two big rooms. Mom has like the biggest one, and then Addison has a big one because she's got like a lot of books and toys and stuff, and I just have like books because I got the smallest one. And so we're like in the middle of renovating it, but it looks really cool. It is. It's so pretty. We unpacked and we packed up and unpacked like so quickly. We were so happy to move. Yeah, I'm crazy. I'm one of those people who cannot stand to see things lying around. I know. So moving in and just seeing boxes and things not in their place, it literally drives me nuts to the point where I will work myself to the freaking bone. Is that the saying? Work myself to the bone? Work myself to the core. The, I don't even know. I don't know. I'm working my butt off. But like in like an hour, I ha- or not in an hour, but like 30 minutes, I already had like almost all my stuff unpacked because there wasn't much in this little room except for books and that's like literally it. And then we painted our room last night. Well, we almost got it all done except for like one wall and then like the upper part of like the ceiling. That was an like, adventure, wasn't it? It was fun though. It was. We were covered in paint. She still has paint, pink paint in her hair. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <clears throat> well, you want to go ahead and, and get started. So normally we have a story that we researched, researched and did all kinds of stuff. And then every now and then we'll read some stories out of a book, given the fact that it has been a very, very hectic week. Um, I have been sick on top of moving. 
I was um, sick. Dakota was sick also. Yeah. I was sick for like a week and a half. It was crazy. Yeah. So we we didn't really get to do any research, but we still wanted to give you guys a show. So we're gonna read a couple stories. Um, it is called the Greenbrier Ghost and Other Strange Stories, written by Dennis Dietz. And the first little story we're going to read is called The Old Lady Who Loved Cats by Margaret Ellsworth. Sounds like you. When I you're older. swear to gosh. I you was just Addison. about to say that. I am going to be the I, old lady that I would cats. have a bunch of cats, but like I'd also have like other animals. You know, mom cannot do like hamsters or any tiny creatures of any kind. Um, but yes, get, get this. Yesterday, we were talking about me and Addison, my sister Addison, were talking about how cute like rats were. Ugh. Don't even go there. Oh my god, no. Sickening. <sighs> they're like, they're literally like our ferrets, but not, but like smaller. With nasty tails. Anyways, our, our cat, Freddie Percury, apparently got a hold of two rats that were like half his size. And we know that he got, that he got them because one, they were dead. And two, we never have rats yeah. that we see. Ugh. But makes me sick to my stomach. Also, like, I can't believe that you don't like rats. She said that she would kill a rat if she saw it in a mouse. I would. I would put some peanut butter on a tree. You ever, don't say that. No, no. And I would snap its body. What if I were a rat? Would you kill me? Seriously, why do you give me those hypothetical questions? Your sister does the same thing. She, She would say, like, would you rather kill a rat or watch me, um, jump in a pit of fire? I know. And I'm like, What? What kind of question is that? She does it all the time. All right, let's let's go on with our story. Sometimes she makes it really obvious. So she'll be like, "Would you rather get a whole bunch of gold and a lot of money, or would you rather watch me die?" I'm like, "What on earth?" Oh my god, Addison, that girl. She uh, loves all death. Yes, she does. She really does. It's so weird. Um. All right, I'm gonna start the story now. Is okay. that okay? <laughs> There was an old lady who lived about two miles from my uncle. I thought you were going to say in a shoe. Jesus, Pete, child. I thought you were going to say in a shoe. There was an old lady who lived in a shoe. Oh, you're funny. (laughs) Neighbors were not close, but we would visit her whenever we made our trips back to see Uncle Joe. Who's Uncle Joe? Well, I don't know. It's her uncle, apparently. She loved cats and took in every stray that came by. Each cat had a name and its own dish. This lady didn't have much to live on, but always made sure that her cats were fed. Oh. Everyone wondered what would happen to the cats if she should die. One day, Uncle Joe went up the holler. <laughs> if she should die. <laughs> One day, Uncle Joe went up the holler to see if everything was okay and if she needed anything. When he found the cats running around outside the door, he knew something was wrong. He found her very sick. She said, please feed the cats because she was so worried about them. Oh. After feeding them, he went back inside. She was very still. Going over to the bed, he realized she was dead. Oh, oh no. How does God. that even happen? I mean, I guess that it could be like natural causes, but yeah. I don't know if it'll tell us or not. Let's find out. Maybe one of the cats had like rabies or something. <laughs> God. The funeral was held at home. Everyone wondered what would happen to the cats. Some said they would take care of themselves. No one went back to the house for several weeks. One day, Uncle Joe went up the hollow. (laughs) (laughs) Is is, is the hollow the same as a holler? We're from Kentucky. We should know this. 
um, and met an old white crippled cat. Oh, those remember, are cutest. He couldn't remember ever seeing it before. When he got up to her house, there were no cats around, only the old white cat which followed him around as if trying to tell him something. Oh my god, it's like a Twilight thing. Like, you know how Jacob turns into a wolf? <laughs> yeah. This lady turned into a crippled cat. I get. I bet you that is my prediction. He went back down the hollow, not thinking too much about the cat, until several neighbors began to talk about the cat appearing out of nowhere. Sometimes when the women of the town would be out picking greens, the cat would trail behind them. No one gave a thought that it might be a ghost until one night a scratching was heard at the back door. It made Uncle Joe think of the times that a knock would be heard and the old lady would be there. As he opened the door, there stood the old white crippled cat looking so sad. He put some milk out on the porch for the stray cat. Knowing that is what the old lady would have done. Yeah. When he got back to the door, nothing was there. Then several neighbors began to feel uneasy every time they saw the cat. People began to wonder if it could be the old lady in the form of a cat. Call it. The (laughs) annual picnic was held at the church, and everyone was discussing the strange actions of the old crippled cat. It looked so bad that the children were beginning to be afraid. Of a cat. Are you joking? I don't know where. <laughs> I mean, it would jo- like, and it's the dead ancestor, I guess, ghost, whatever, of an old lady. I mean, what harm could this cat possibly do? I mean, have if you it- not seen Pet Cemetery? <laughs> yeah, church that's is not- one crazy kitty. Out of nowhere, there appeared the ca- appeared the cat at the churchyard where the food had been put on tablecloths lying on the ground. The only thing that puzzled them about whether the cat really was a ghost of the ne- of their neighbor was the crippled leg. Then a lady who had visited with the old lady just before her death started talking. She said the lady had fallen over one of the cats that day and injured her ankle. By then, everyone was blaming themselves for not taking one or two of the cats. This old cat was listening to them, or so they thought. They began to whisper, and one man started to go towards her. When he got near her, she ran to the grave of the old lady and disappeared, never to be seen (gasps) again. It was her! That taught a lesson to the neighbors. (coughs) Always feed and be kind to any stray animal, because who knows, it may be a spirit of someone who is not quite ready to pass over. Yeah, Mom! Yeah, Mom! Yeah, Mom! Yeah, Mom! I would definitely do it. One time there was a cat outside, and it was like a stray cat, just like of this neighborhood. Not of our new house, but like Happy Grandma, whatever, Jerry Tracy's neighborhood. I think you can just say Grandma Happy <sighs> from now on. I think people get it. Whatever. Anyway, and I wanted to put some food out there and water, and Mom said no. And I literally had a tantrum. Hold on, what happened? Okay, so there was this cat, right? And it was like letting us pet, pet it. Well, it was letting me pet it, and it was like coming up. Rubbing it everywhere, and like, I wanted to give it some of Freddie's food and like water in it and stuff, and you wouldn't let me. I think you're full of it because I do not recall. Well, that's because you wouldn't let me. No, and I you were did. There we did second. because I took no. some food out. Yes, huh? Mm-mm. Yeah, huh? Uh-uh. Yeah, huh? Is that the end of your story? Because we can, we've got time to read at least one more. Okay. Why, why you hating on me on the show? I'm not hating on you and the animals. All right, last story, guys. This one's called The Lighted Lantern by Betty Burns Lesher. 
I was just waiting for you to say of the headless cow. <laughs> I know. I should find a headless story in here. In the early part of the 20th century, typhoid fever was common in this area. It was very frightening and many died with it, especially old people and children. Lillian was seven years old and she was sick, very, very sick. She had typhoid. Her mother had called every doctor that would come. Each came and one after another would shake his head and say, no hope. One doctor said, she can't live, but if by some miracle she does, she will be like a vegetable. She will what? have she will have no mind. Her fever has been too high too long. Only one doctor, a relative, Dr. Rousey, kept coming back. Hmm. Later, he said, it was only to see how long it would be before the creep was on the door. The creep. <laughs> what? <laughs> It's felt like a, like a like the little breakfast things a crepe what is it crepe crepe oh my god Jesus what how do you spell it C R E P E yeah they put crepes on their doors <coughs> that's weird <laughs> days went by Crapes and she gross. was no better her mother couldn't remember when she had undressed and gone to bed last her feet were too swollen to wear her shoes. One evening, just at dusk, she left Lillian's bedside to get a little fresh air. She walked around the house and sat down on the front steps for a few minutes. An old, white-haired black man carrying a lantern came down the street. He turned in at her gate and came up the walk to the steps. He said, Ma'am, could I have a match to light my lantern? Lillian's mother hardly had the energy to raise her hand. She said, Mr., my little girl is sick, so sick she might die, and I haven't been in bed for days. If you knew how tired I was, you wouldn't ask me to walk all the way around the house to get you a match. Man, grouchy much? I know. <laughs> Very quietly, he said to her, I know your daughter is sick, but she will get well. If you knew who I was, you would run and get the match and shut your mouth and stop giving me attitude. Oh! I'm just kidding. You didn't say that. Mom! If, yeah. if you knew who I was, you would run to get the match. Then he, <laughs> then he began to quote Hebrews 13, 1 through 2. I'm not good at that because I don't read the Bible. I'm sorry. 1. Let brotherly love continue. 2. Be not forgetful to entertain strangers, for thereby some have entertained angels unawares. Before he could finish, the mother was on her feet and around the house. When she came back with the matches, the man was gone. Ugh. Rude. She ran out to the gate and looked up and down the street, but he was nowhere to be seen. Where did he go? Then it came to her. Why did he need a match for his lantern? It was already lit. That Only night, lit. Lillian was very restless, but near daylight she seemed to sleep. Her mother rested her head on the side of the bed. And soon she too was asleep. Sometime later, fingers touching her face very lightly woke her up. It was Lillian. Her eyes were open, and she was trying to say something. Her mother bent close to her ear, and in a whisper, Lillian said, I want mustard and bread. (laughs) 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 I want mustard and bread. Days before the doctor had said if she woke up and wanted something to eat to give her anything she wanted. I don't want KFC. I want mustard and bread. He didn't think she ever would. 
Now Lillian wanted mustard and bread, and there wasn't any in the house. Daggone. Her mother jumped up and ran out of the house and down the street on her bare feet. She ran into the corner grocery and grabbed a loaf of bread and a jar of mustard from a shelf and ran back out without saying a word. She didn't even pay for it? I mean, I'm sure she did. Unless she was like, charge it. Their grocer said later that he really thought she had lost her mind with worry. Lillian lived on mustard and bread for several weeks before she could eat anything else. <laughs> Each day she Gross. gained a little strength. Her long hair had matted so badly her head had to be shaved. Oof. Her back was covered with sores that left big scars across her hip and shoulders. She carries those scars to this day. That's really sad. Later, when her mother had time to think, she had some questions. Who was the black man? <laughs> what? Where did he come from? Where did he go? How did he know Lillian was sick? How did he know she would get well? The mother died in 1968 without ever learning the answers to these questions. Maybe she'll know now. Lillian didn't die, nor did she become a vegetable. She will be a, <laughs> a vegetable. She will be 80 years old on April 16th, 1986. A wonderful woman loved by her family and friends alike. Oh, yeah, alike. she's dead now. She is my mother. You don't know. What's the... Well, let me math. Yeah, probably. Um... Well, Let's see. Sad. 19 what? 86. 86. Okay, stop. You do it. You know okay. I can't math. All right. So if it's 2020 now. Carry the one. Be- no, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> 1980 what? Six, fool. 19. Do you need some pen and paper? No. She's 104 <laughs> years old. That's possible. No, it's not. Well, it is, but it's not likely at 86? That's 20. Gosh, okay. She's 104 years old if she was still alive. She's old. That's all we're going to say. She is old. That was a sad story. (laughs) I'm just joking. Yeah. (laughs) Have you ever... I used to have ketchup sandwiches. Oh, my... I would just take bread and dip it in ketchup. It's good. (laughs) So is if you take potato chips and dip them in ketchup. It's like eating crunchy french fries. Try it sometimes, I am so dis- I don't like, I don't even like potato chips. Well, I hate to tell you, but now that we got, I've got a house payment, you might be living on bread and ketchup. <laughs> no That's more, not uh, funny. sushi for you. That I'm is serious. not funny. Girl, we got a. That's not funny. Well, then you better get a J-O-B if you want some sushi. All right, I'm done. All right, guys. Well, we hope you liked our story today. We were obnoxiously loud. That's all right. Well, I was. Mom's not. Yeah, I'm so tired. She was like a zombie doll. All right, guys. That's not a manly voice. (sighs) We hope you guys have a good week. One, two, three. (coughs) Bye. Bye, Corona. Bye. Let's do that again without your phlegm. One, two, three. Bye! Kids, just a quick reminder that bullying is not okay. If you are bullying someone, you should be ashamed of yourself. If you are being bullied, please tell your teacher, your counselor, or your parents. Remember to check out the website www.pacerkidsagainstbullying.org. Again, that's www.pacerkidsagainstbullying.org. Bye.